This is Gene Simmons of the rock group KISS, and I'd like to say happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me, happy birthday Gene Simmons, it's good to be me, happy birthday to me, now who's going to blow my candle out, you can have birthday cake and cheesecake. It's all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. Someday soon, just after the final chords of rock and roll all night ring out on that Shea Stadium stage, I'll pick up my bass and exit stage right. America will have seen the last of KISS on stage. America was our home. These were our people, and playing the final shows will be bittersweet, to say the least. You wanted the best, you got the best. The hottest band in the world, KISS. Kiss Army, you wanted the best and you got it. I am Matt Porter and we are live in the Kiss Room, broadcasting directly to wherever you are on Monaco Radio. Yes, it's hot outside and it's hot in here because we have a jam-packed show. And because August 25th is Gene Simmons' birthday, we'll be talking to some of the demons of the Kiss Army. To start things off, my good friend Candy Burton posted the question, which is your favorite Gene song? And here's the track that got the most votes in the Kiss Room Facebook group. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
right, and the crowd goes wild. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. It's just after 3 o'clock here on Friday, August 12th. I got a room full of people. Let's, uh, let's talk to everybody here. Going right around, we got Chris Hartman from Almost Human. Chris, hey, hey, how are you? How's everybody doing? Bobby Dreyer, of course. Everybody who just tuned in for Harem just yes. heard Bob. Back in the Kiss Room. He's back. Chris G, how are you? Woo! Good people! I'm here! I missed you! He's back and, and louder than ever. We love it. And for the first time, Kevin Stevenson, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Welcome to the Kiss Room. Thank you for having me. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but also joining us on the line, we have Greg Johnson calling in. Greg, how are you? Hey, man. How's it going? Fantastic. Greg! How you doing? Good. Good, Chris. How you doing? Good. Good, man. Good so to talk to you. We're, we're leading off our uh, our August edition of the Kiss Room with the fact that it is Gene Simmons' birthday. We played, if you notice, at the very start of the show, you actually had um, Gene Simmons himself. That was actually Ken Mills. Shout out to the podfather, Ken Mills. And then we're in with, uh, that was actually an acoustic version of Almost Human, or of uh, Almost Human, I'm looking at you, Chris, of Unholy, and uh, it was fantastic. Now, on the line, we have Greg. Now, Greg, you were just able to be on the crew for Kiss this month, right? Yeah. So talk yeah, about that. Last week, I got to uh, be part of their crew for, you know, a show. So where was it, and what did they have you do? I was part of the, the Carpentry crew. So I was uh, helping with setting up the stage. So we, uh, a dozen of us on the crew, uh, helped you know build up the the stage that that Kiss played on. That is awesome, and it's like now. How much did you get to do as far as like? Did you actually see any of the uh, setup of the band and things like that? I didn't see any of the band. Um, I did get to uh, walk by Paul's uh, dressing room. I walked by uh, the the makeup area and the hospitality room when I was bringing uh, equipment, you know, to various parts of, of the of the venue when we were doing a load in. But that's as far as, as the actual band I got to to see. Uh, during the show, I uh, come in for the loadout. And I uh, listened and watched for the last third of the show from backstage uh, in the loading area. Uh, that was kind of cool seeing, you know, a kiss from from that perspective and all that. That's great. It is a unique perspective, something different. And you're, you know, you were lucky to do that. Now you also have history with Chris. He's in the room. We have Carlos calling in later. You teched for them a couple years ago. Talk about that. Yeah, uh, their band Kiss It uh, performed on the stage that I, that I work at regularly. We, uh, and Greg is, uh, he's fantastic at what he does. We, you know, it was a fly-in date for us, uh, us being from the East Coast, and we went to uh, Grand Rapids, Minnesota, which I didn't even know there was a Grand Rapids, Minnesota. I knew about Grand Rapids, Michigan. And in fact, I had people Where in Michigan, at? I had people in Michigan saying, are you coming to Grand Rapids, Michigan? I, I said, I guess so. It's the only Grand Rapids I ever heard of. And they're like, no, 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 you're going to Minnesota. Oh, okay. And then it was like, a, yeah, it's like a, what was it, like 100 miles south of Canada? So we basically were almost in Canada, and it was September, and September felt like January. And, you know, but we, we flew in basically with costumes and guitars, and we walked into the theater, and there's this beautiful Kiss logo. Dad was like, is this is like Kiss's logo or something, like, like a real Kiss? And here, Greg made it, and it was beautiful, and it, it literally lit up the show for us, you know? I still want that logo. That's all. Now, I know you have parts of that are around your house. I can't right? put that in my suitcase, damn it. 
I have that logo spread out around my house. Yeah. <laughs> the, the There's S, like an S is in the, the bathroom and, you know. Front porch. One of the S's is on my front porch and flashing. There you go. That's awesome. Nice. Look, it's, and people that don't know kids are like, look, it's the SS. They're back. They're, they're back. They're rapids minister. <laughs> Now, you were also just out in Las Vegas because you were at the uh, the mini golf, right? Yeah, I was. Uh, at Rio? Did it and, uh, yeah, over at the Rio. Uh, me and a friend went to Vegas for a convention and stuff, and uh, I happened to uh, want to go to the, uh, the mini golf and stuff like that. And uh, I ran into Anthony Porter, your brother. That's wow. right. Small world. It's a small world after all. I'm going to tell you a funny story. Here's the funniest part, and this is why Facebook rules, is I saw your pictures posting that you were going to be out there, and I knew my brother was there at the exact same time, so I actually sent him your picture and said, if you see this guy, you know, I talk to him all the time on Facebook, you should say hello. And he says, yeah, he's like two, you know, people back from us on the mini golf course. I mean, what are the chances of that? I was laughing so yeah, hard. it was really cool. You know, and it's like, I think that's the greatest part about it. you get these KISS fans. And one thing Bobby and I were talking is that, you know, uh, it is that six degrees of separation. Everybody now is especially connected. It's pretty fantastic. So when I first met Greg, I knew he was a Paul fan because he was wearing Paul's Alive boots. I said, you must be a Star Child fan. <laughs> and we hit it off immediately. Go figure. Yeah, I, have, I got Paul's boots, and we had just uh, got done filming, actually, the stage and stuff, and they used my boots and stuff for part of the filming to uh, for advertising and stuff for the show. And it, they just happened to be right before, you know, uh, you guys walked in. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, you so that show that you saw, what do you think of the show from that angle? You liked what uh, the show was that night? I, I loved it. Um, it was, you know, I'd come in right as they, you know, were playing Lick It Up, and, you know, it was, uh, I couldn't see everything because there was, you know, curtains for the most part, but you could see between the curtains and stuff like that. And, and you know, I saw Paul, you know, smash his guitar at, at the end of Rock and Roll all night. And I saw Gene and Tommy go up on the list during, you know, the, the end and stuff like that. And it was really cool. That's fantastic. Uh, when did you first discover Kiss? Uh, back in the summer of 76. It was my 40th year with uh, the Kiss Army and stuff. Um, we were camping with a bunch of friends and stuff, and one of them had a birthday party, and he got some Kiss albums as, as a birthday present. And from that day forward, I, I've been hooked. That is awesome. Any last-minute thoughts you want to share out with your Kiss Army friends listening around the planet here in the Kiss Room? Uh, everybody's got an opportunity to do what I did with the, the, the load-in and load-up, stuff like that. Um, call the, the venue and stuff like that and tell them you want to be on the list for, for load-ins and for, you know, big shows. They they needed almost 100 people of local crew, wow. you know, for this show and stuff like that. Wow. Um, it's, it's a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. There isn't much heavy lifting and stuff like that. Most of the stuff that's heavy and stuff is, is done by a forklift. They just need people to move stuff from A to B, basically. Special uh, kiss forklifts. super fun <laughs> and super easy and stuff. So. That's awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time to call in, Greg. We're celebrating Gene Simmons' birthday here in the Kiss Room. We appreciate it. Here's a fun fact about Grand Rapids, Minnesota. It's the birthplace yeah. of Judy Garland. Thank and we found that out when we went up there. We're like, what, what, what is Grand Rapids known for? Like, what, what goes on here? There's actually a, a, a Wizard of Oz, Judy Garland Museum there. 
That's where she was born. Yeah, it's the home of uh, Judy Garland. Yeah, there you Look go. We followed the Ellerbrick Road. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Lollipop kids. <laughs> See you, Greg. Bye. Hello, this is Gene Simmons of the Rock Group Kiss. You know, since we're celebrating my birthday, you may have to wonder, what do you get the man who has everything? I say, more. <laughs> Ow! That's right. There we have, uh, that was Greg Johnson calling in. We appreciate him calling in to kick off the show for us. And we also had the great Ken Mills doing a little bit of funny Gene Simmons stuff for his birthday. Uh, I'm going to dial up Robert Bentley in a couple minutes. He's going to call in and talk to us. And But first, we're going to start now. Kevin, it's your first time in the Kiss Room. Tell us, how did you discover Kiss? There was a place in Delco called uh, The Bazaar. It was like an indoor flea market. And I went in there, and there was a record store in there. And the back cover of Alive 2 was facing out. And I saw Gene spitting that blood, and I was hooked. I said, I don't know I don't what know what it is. sounds like, but I have to have it. I don't know what it is, but I want it. <laughs> and I, uh, we walked through the whole place, and I begged my father, please, please, I will never bother you again, Dad. Please buy that for me. And he did. That's awesome. And I had no idea what I was in, like the tattoos and the book. I don't even think I listened to the record for three days. I was just so enamored with everything. You know, when you think about that, picking up the album for the first time in a, in a store, walking through, seeing the artwork, it's all, always exciting. Yes, it was. It changed my life. All right, so we got a lot going on, but right now I'm going to try and dial up Bob. Let's see if we can get him. I think he is on track three. Let's try it. Ready? Hey, what's going on, folks? You got the Bob Bentley, uh, Gene Simmons tribute artist. Bob, how are you? Ah, doing great, man. How you doing? And hello, folks. Uh Hope you all are rocking out on this Friday, man. That's fantastic. I mean, obviously, we're here in the Kiss Room, and Kiss Room listeners know you as the Gene Simmons of Kiss Resurrection. And since we're oh, celebrating, what? well, since we're celebrating Gene Simmons' birthday, I figured we could get, you know, get talk to some of the demons of the Kiss Army. How did you become a Gene Simmons tribute artist? Ah, well, hmm, that's that, that's a good question. Having grown up, you know, like a lot of us, well. You know, seeing Kiss on TV and, you know, catching what performances, you know, that we could, um, shows, you know, throughout the years. And uh, like a lot of artists, you know, you step on stage and your influences, you know, whether you mean for them to or not, they come through. You know what I mean? Right. And there were plenty of shows I've done. I step off stage and, you know, either it's told to me or one of my band members, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, man, your your bass player, man, you know, he reminds me of a young Gene Simmons, man. Just the way he moves, or somebody come up to him and go, "Man, are you a Gene Simmons fan?" And you know, I answer, "Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I am." He go, "Man, I I can tell, you know, it's just by the the way you move." So, hearing this time after time, and you know, and people saying, "You know, are you in a Kiss tribute band?" No, I'm not. Well, why aren't you? So, you know, after a while of hearing this, you start to think, you know what? Hmm maybe there's something to this. Maybe I should look into this. So around 2000, I think, I became aware of uh, a tribute act called uh, Larger Than Life. I saw them on Your Big Break. And uh, there was a black guy named uh, 
Jay, who played Paul Stanley. Right. And the guy who was their drummer at the time, I think they actually went through two drummers, if I'm correct. The drummer that I saw, I remembered him from a local band here in my town. He used to play with a band called Scarlet, and he ended up playing Peter Chris, I guess, with uh, you know those guys. So, you know, I saw this guy, and I thought, well, you know, that, that that's cool. You know, that's a brother out there, you know, doing this, you know, and uh, didn't really, you know, didn't really feed into it a lot, you know. Just saw him and thought that was cool. So uh, here I am, you know, doing my thing, and uh, upon having so many people, you know give me compliments or make comments about my actions on stage and that and the other, you know, I kind of thought, hey, I wonder if I could ever do that. And two, um, back in the mid-90s, I, I worked for a Kiss tribute band called Hotter Than Hell. And um, a friend of mine named um, Brian Graves, uh, who used to be with Strutter, played Paul Stanley. He got me working with him, you know, and those guys, and I met Steve Clark, the drummer. So, you know, it's, it's like one thing kind of led to another. You know, years go by, I do my thing, you know, I just get the compliments and all of that. And um, I was in, a, in an original band. And at this point, I could feel that the band was starting to die down. You know, we, we would come to rehearsal, we would run through our, our set list, and, you know, it's like, okay, guys, I'm gone. You know, and everybody would just leave. And I'm feeling, okay, this band is starting to die out. We're not having fun. We just come in do what we got to do when we leave. So I thought, you know, what am I going to do when this stops? Hmm, a circus act. <laughs> nah, that's not going to do it. How about if I just stand on the street and juggle and say, hey, look at me. Nah, that's not going to do it either. And flipping burgers, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not going that route. So I'm sitting there one day, man, and I'm looked at my drummer. I'm like, you know what? I was looking at his side profile, and I swear to God, I, this, this is in all honesty. I'm looking at his side profile. I'm like, you know what? He kind of reminds me of Peter Chris, man, from his side profile. I'm like, you know what? I wonder if, I was like, hey, man, what do you think about a Kiss tribute? And he looked at me, and he says, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, because actually, man, somewhere around 2000, I remember I had made uh, a Gene Simmons Alive outfit, and to be honest, it was kind of crappy i had you know uh some construction paper that made it look like spikes and i i wrapped uh silver duct tape around them and i made this jacket and some crappy looking wings and and this that and the other and a horrible wig <laughs> but uh, you know I, I made it work and um i went to go see a friend of mine where she where she worked i used to work there too and she was a big kiss fan so i thought you know i'm gonna go you know show her this outfit and I ran into a guy who would later become one of my guitar players. And, uh, you know, we got to talking about Kiss. And I was like, well, you know, I'd like to put a Kiss tribute band together. And thought he would make a great ace. But we eventually put a band together, and that kind of fell through. So here I am, like I said, years later, you know, in this band. And it's about to die out and trying to figure what I'm going to do. And the circus act isn't going to work. So I looked at my, uh, my girl, and I go, you know what? I think I want to put a Kiss tribute band together, but I don't know if I have what it takes to do it. And she says, and she's always had my back. She's not a she's not a Kiss fan, but she's she's a Bob fan. <laughs> so she's yeah, Bob's got nice. fans. So <laughs> so she says, well, you know, you never know if you don't try. 
I thought, well, you know, okay, sure, I'll do it. So I started making my outfit, um, ordered the platform boots and started, you know, making the armor and, and that and, and had really no idea how I was actually going to make this outfit. But I guess being crafty and being uh, an artist, you know, I figured things out. So uh made the boots and, you know, and, and all of that, you know, and once it was made, took some pictures. And my buddy, Steve Clark, of all people, you know, from Kiss Army, he saw my pics and he hits me up and he says, hey, Bob, you know, I saw your pics, man, and, you know, you, you look really good. He goes, and it got a little tweaking, you know, to do on, on your makeup. He goes, but, but all in all, you don't look bad. He goes, you know, and I remember you from back in the day. You know, you were an all-around guy, bass tech, guitar tech, wardrobe seamstress, uh, pyro man, stage manager. You covered everything. He goes, you know, I've got a guy that's playing Gene, and there are sometimes, you know, he can't make a show. What do you think about, you know, maybe stepping in when he can't, you know, to give a hand? I'm like, that would be great. And I said, you know, as a matter of fact, I was thinking about trying to put a tribute band together, but I'm having a heck of a time trying to find a Paul. So he kind of gave me the lowdown on, you know, how the Kiss tribute scene has, has changed, you know, throughout the years and, and this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, he, he kind of got my blood boiling. You know, I'm like, oh, man, you know, this is sounding great. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is sounding cool. I, I could probably do this. Well, I didn't hear from Steve for about another month. So I'm like, yeah, you know, kind of laid it down. And all of a sudden, and... I guess there are so many facets to this that is absolutely ridiculous. But uh, Brian Graves, his sister called me up. She says, Bob, she goes, uh, Brian, you know, he wants to talk to you. So what I figured was that he was wanting me to do some studio work, you know, maybe lay down some bass lines because uh, his sister is also a musician. I knew he was, you know, helping her uh, write her album out. So I figured that's what it's for. So I called Brian up, and he says, hey, uh, you know, Kiss Army's got uh, got two shows coming up. One of them uh, Steve booked, and one of them I booked. And he goes, I know this is a spur of the moment, but, you know, would you be interested? And my heart is like something. I'm like, oh, my God, really? I'm going to get a shot at the Kiss Army of all people because, you know, they've got, they've got a lot under their belt. You know, these guys are veterans, 20." You know, 20, like 20 years of Absolutely, doing this. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm thinking, okay. So I go running in the house. I'm like, honey, honey, you won't believe this. <laughs> I talked to Brian Graves, one of my buddies, who plays Paul Stanley for Kiss Army, and, you know, I might get a shot, man, to actually, you know, step on stage and be Gene Simmons. And she's like, oh, you know, okay, well, yeah, you know, do it. And I was scared to death. So I, I called Steve up, and... Steve grills me, man. I'm talking. He he grills me. He's like, well, you know, what are your, what do you think are, are are your best songs? You know that that you can perform, that you can sing, that you can throw in the mannerisms. Uh, are you good at this? Are you good at that? Or uh, you know, uh, give give me your give give me a Jing voice real quick. Give me a Jing voice. I'm like, you got something about ya. He's like, hmm, okay, yeah, okay. So he says, well, look, man, now take it. I'm calling him on a Tuesday. The show is on Thursday. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I've got to get my beep in order. <laughs> yeah, 
self-centered baby. So uh, I'm going through songs, and of course, he gives me a set list. And what is so great about Steve is he says, look, he says, I don't want, you know, you to appear that you're new. I want it to seem comfortable so when people see this, they see you feeling like, you know, you've always been here. So I said, okay. So I told him, you know, what are my best songs? You know, the songs I know I can play and sing at the same time and this, that, and the other. And mind you, this is no band rehearsal with them or anything. So the day of the show, you know, I've got my outfit on and, you know, Steve, you know, I got to hand it to the brother, you know, he's, he's really serious about when stepping out there, you've got to be the best you can be. And, you know, it, it's no, it's, it, you don't get up there and you guess, you, you know, you go for it and you knock them out. So I'm like, okay, I step up there, dude. And, you know, the, the intro starts, man. And, you know, we've all got our fist in the air and, and my heart is just racing because I'm looking at the, all these people in front of me. And I'm like, okay, I'm not Bob Bentley. I'm not Bob the Dragon. I'm Gene Simmons. I'm yeah. Gene Simmons. I'm, yeah. I'm Gene Simmons. And the minute he hits that count, pop, 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 we go into Detroit Rock City. Man, yeah, I was no longer Bob Bentley. I remember looking down and just seeing my boots and just thinking, man, I'm Gene Simmons. And, dude, I just I let it rip. I let it go, dude. It was it was great, dude. Oh my God. It's like in my head I saw myself, you're a kid and you're just spinning, you know, you're you're spinning uh Kiss Alive too, you know, and, and you're 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 here in Detroit Rock City, man, you're feeling the energy from it and you're fantasizing, you know, what does that feel like, man, to be to be a member of Kiss, you know, and and everything that is Kiss, the power, the sound, the the magnitude, all of that. And before my eyes and through my body, I'm feeling every single bit of that. And people, let me tell you something. I got, oh, a Paul Stanley moment. People, <laughs> let me tell you something. This could happen to you, too. Never say that fate doesn't happen because, okay, yeah. All right, so, you know, and I'm doing this. And I remember there was a mirror on, the, on like, each side of the stage. And I remember I turned my head. And I didn't recognize my recognize myself. I saw Gene Simmons, and dude, it was just crazy. I look over at Brian, and you know he's got his head shaking and his guitar in the air, and and um, Rob Evans was Ace Frehley. You know he's he's doing that you know knee buckle thing that Ace does, and I look back at Steve, and I see Peter Chris, and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> this 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 is just totally unbelievable you, you know it's now you talked about seeing uh you know being a kid listening to alive too and things like that and so what are when did you discover kiss and i mean obviously you do like the 1976 with the you know the armor and everything like that so talk about like how did you get into kiss originally all right um 197 late 1974 early 75 uh right around the time i guess uh, destroyer had come out now, I remember seeing a few pictures of Kiss, like, uh, in magazines and stuff. And I think this was probably during the Hotter Than Hell era. And, I, you know, I remember seeing it, but not really paying a lot of attention. You know what I mean? Right. So, one day I'm sitting in class, and uh, one of my friends, my very best friend back then, was a guy named Paul Bolin. Uh, thank you, Paul Bolin, because you had no idea what you <laughs> opened up, brother. You had no idea. So I'm sitting beside him in class one day, and, 
and he's reading, and I remember it was a magazine called uh, Rockstar or something like that. And I remember the front cover was Gene Simmons, and he had the Alive outfit on, you know, and, and you could tell uh, it was doing his blood-spitting part of the show because, you know, he had the, the blue uh, hue on him, and I could see the blood dripping off of him. And at first, I thought it was like a monster from, like, maybe a monster magazine. right. Who, who else, you know, did you see that looked like that besides Dracula, you know? So I look and I go, what is that? And he stops reading for a second. Of course, we, now we should be doing our, our schoolwork, well, we're not. <laughs> and he, you know, stops, he looks at the cover and goes, oh, that's Gene Simmons. He's in a rock band. They're called Kiss. And I was like, can I see that? So he starts showing me the pictures. And right then and there, I'm hooked, brother. I'm hooked because I grew up, you know, loving things like, you know, the, the Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, anything that was sci-fi and larger than life. I was immediately attracted to it because I'm an oddball. I am an oddball. I admit it. I'm odd. I'm odd. I think yeah. Odd I think everybody listening can relate to that. So that's uh, you know, because you're in the kiss room. Everybody knows what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at these pictures, man, and. I'm like, wow, these, these these guys play guitars. But I couldn't tell if they were humans, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, other than Parliament Funkadelic, you know, you just didn't see anything that looked like that. So uh, I got to reading, and I'm like, this guy's a vampire? So I'm sitting there believing this guy is really a vampire. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is I, I liked Peter Chris first. I actually wanted to be a drummer, and Pete was my guy. Um, I didn't really become a Gene fan until um, maybe maybe the Love Gun era. I think it's probably when I started becoming more of Gene of a Gene fan because he just he when I saw the picture on the Love Gun album, not the Love Gun but uh, Alive too. He looked like Godzilla, right? You know? Sure. And that was just, I mean he just looked so monstrous. So I just really started paying a lot of attention to him. And from then on, it was just Gene, 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 Gene this, Gene that. I mean, every word out of my mouth to my mom was something about Gene. And it drove my mom nuts. She wasn't digging it. But I'm like, hey, you know, you know, read some things about him. You know, they're, they're good guys, of course. And then she saw a uh, picture from the S&M shot. And she was like, mm, right, right. yeah, I'm not sure about that. But I'm, you know, to me. <laughs> It's all fantasy, and it was all good, and uh, that's how I became a uh, became a became a, a Kiss fan. I remember Paul Bolin and I uh, doing recess. We would like draw their makeup like on a sheet of paper, and he would cut it out, and we would stick um, a piece of tape on the back of it and stick it to our face, like I would, you know, mm-hmm. draw Gene's wings, you know, his his design, and cut it out and then stick it to my face. You know, we run around, man, you know, uh, you know, kind of rocking back and forth, man, and you know singing some lyrics, you know. It, it was crazy. That's fantastic. And obviously we're talking to Robert Bentley here in the Kiss Room. Robert, are there any, any uh, shout-outs you want to give to your Kiss Army friends around the world? Oh, yeah. Uh, got it. You know, uh, some things have changed. Uh, I've kind of had to take a hiatus from, uh, from uh, Kiss Resurrection, you know. But uh, we're still brothers, so I want to give a shout-out to David Jones, uh, Brian, uh, Craig, Steve Clark, Brian Angel, Jim Seda, Spiro, uh, God, just uh, 
any uh, uh, all the guys that are out there doing what I do. Shout out to every single one of you guys, whether we met or not. Shout out to you guys because what we do, woo, boy, it takes a lot. Amen. And uh, to all the to all the fans out there, to all of you, God bless you. Thank you so much for uh, giving me this opportunity to even stand in front of you and do what I do. And thank you for calling in to the Kiss Room here on a Friday. You're in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. Oh, yeah! Cool, Robert Bentley calling in and on the line now to continue our Gene Simmons birthday bash. We actually have calling in from Canada, Mo Ritondi. Mo, how are you? Good. How's it going, brother? Fantastic. Now, obviously, people are going to know Mo as the Gene of Destroyer Canada. And also, we posted the link today to your video that you were in with uh, Helix. So, we had a good time shooting that with my buddy Brian Vollmer. Yeah, he's a good guy. So let's so go through. Let's let's first talk about how how did you get into being a Gene Simmons impersonator? How did I become a Gene Simmons impersonator? Since I stopped him when I was a kid, I just fell in love with the band, and I thought that, you know the makeup and the costumes and the boots and fire breathing and the whole thing. When I I, I was just hooked after that, and always wanted to uh, to have a Kiss band. And as I got older, I proceeded to uh, start a band but i had a lot of critics that told me you could you can't do that and where are you going to get the boots and how are you going to make the costumes and where are you going to find three other crazy guys like you that want to do this you know and i said i'm going to find them one day somehow some way i'm going to work at it and 22 years later and uh we just did our 1134 shows just on uh, on last weekend wow so that is um, really one of the longest running kiss tribute bands What's that? Really one of the longest-running Kiss tribute bands. It's We are actually one of the longest wow. ones. Absolutely. To this day, I'm still using Spiro's old cabinet that I bought <laughs> off him back in 1995. And um, when we met Gene and Paul, the funny thing is, back at the Kiss convention, back I think it was 95, before they uh, did the reunion tour there, and uh, Paul, I went up to Paul, and I was talking to him, and he he, he freaked out. And he goes, man, you're giving me acid flashbacks <laughs> right now. So I was like, the hair on my neck was standing up. I'm like, whoa, man, because I was dressed up. We were all dressed up in makeup at this point, and they weren't. They were just in regular clothes. So it was pretty funny. So that's, that's a thing I never forgot that Paul told me. We cracked up over that. So Wow. But, uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun. The tour's on. The, Destroyer Destruction Tour 2016, and uh, we have 48 shows on the tour. Uh, and started back in January. Tomorrow we're in Niagara Falls. You know Niagara Falls, Ontario, where the big ass falls. Are. Nice. <laughs> That's what we're playing tomorrow. So. That's fantastic. If anybody's fantastic, if anybody's in that area, you all got to go check that out. It's only a four-hour drive. It's only a four-hour drive from here, right? The, uh, yeah, if, if you're anywhere around Buffalo, you cross the border and come on the Canadian side. Or just get a bucket and go, or a barrel. And go yeah, right. I'll be the guy in the barrel crashing the gig. You can check out all our dates at DestroyerCanada.com. 
that's our website, and all our tour dates are on there. And then you can link to our Facebook page too. So I think we got about thirty-five or thirty-six hundred likes on the page right now. Wow, great stuff! You know, so good. we we jumped good. ahead yeah, a little bit. And, uh, like I said, I got a great band right now, a great lineup. Everybody's Joe Pro, Ian Kerr's my Paul Stanley. He's from Peterborough, Ontario, and uh, which is five hours from the uh, you know us three other uh, members of the band, myself, the spaceman, Mike Moudre, and the catman, Mike Chichkin. Uh, all, we all live here in Windsor, Ontario. So we always meet up with uh, with Ian, and uh, we go on tour and play. So, But, yeah, i got to tip my hats to, to my band because they're really awesome, and not only on stage but off stage as well, very professional, and uh, always working hard, so... It makes me work harder. I always wanted to play Toronto, just like you go, Toronto! <laughs> Toronto! <laughs> and, you know, you can probably hear that in Toronto right now. The, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and shout out to Ian. He actually sent us a song when we did our uh, original Kiss Demos Project Volume 1. He sent us a track oh, yeah. for that, which I mentioned last month. Um, you know, I'm looking for songs for the Kiss Demos Project Volume 3. If you go to thekissroom.com and look at the page called Demos, uh, I know there's a couple of them. Iron Fist working on a song. Uh, Mark from the uh, Kiss Fact Podcast working on a song. It's something that's coming up. I'm looking at Chris from Almost Human saying well, there should be a song. Good. We're going to have that going on. And I want to skip forward a little bit. And obviously, one of the things that's been on everybody's mind is they saw you in that Helix video. Talk about that. Oh, that was great, man. We went to Brian's house and hung out. And we went to Fanshawe College and shot a few scenes. And then they drove us up to the backwoods of these farm town, and there was like a cemetery up there. And you could see it in the video, all the tombstones that were dancing around, I guess, or whatnot, and shot the video, and we were up there for a little while. But it was like uh, end of April, beginning of May. It was cold. You could see the winds blowing, and I'm up there with my costume and my spandex on, my nipples like a carved diamond. <laughs> I was so cold. I was like, man. But we had a lot of fun. We shot the vid, and uh, that was the outcome of it. Is he totally so. happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> he, he wanted to show Gene. To, you know, Gene says rock and roll is dead or whatever, so... You know, we, we we tried to say rock and roll doesn't die, man. Rock and roll never die. So we don't, we're just trying to keep rock and roll alive. And, you know, it was you know? great how you were able to bring the character into the video. And I think in some ways it really, uh, you know, it, it's funny how Gene, in a way, had moved almost into this mythical kind of figure. You know, it's like somebody that you're now quoting. You know, the fact that uh, that they were uh, that they were putting the name Gene Simmons said in the name of the song, I thought was pretty fantastic. And you did a great job of portraying yeah. him in the video. So uh, It was really cool, man. It was good. And the guy who actually, uh, Brent Dorner, who did the video, he shot the video. He would used to be in Helix. He was a guitar player for a long time, but now he's uh, you know doing all their video stuff, video work and, and whatnot. But so if Rock cool is dead, get a job guy. making rock videos. That's you know <laughs> cool. So when's the first time uh, you saw Kiss? What's that? When's the first time that you actually saw Kiss? It was on the Midnight Special. Nice, mm -hmm. going right back to the start. Kid, and I saw this band come out with leather and makeup and you know the pyro and costumes and i'm like what the hell <laughs> you know because i was listening to uh donny osmond puppy love or something <laughs> you know? it was probably my first record that i bought my first 45 so i was like what and then i saw kiss and it was just like that's it 
that's, that's, that's a 180. That's my <laughs> band. That's my band right there. And then just as I was growing up, I would always play soccer and hockey and stuff. But in the back of my mind, I always wanted to have a, a cool band. And why not have a better, you know, I saw my other friends were doing, they were doing tributes to Elvis and tributes to Neil Sedaka and all these others. So I said, well, oh, I'm going to do a tribute to Kiss, man. You that's know, awesome. So that's what I wanted to do, and that's why it's always been my favorite band. And if you see the room I'm actually standing in right now, I got two Kiss pinball machines. I got all the dolls. I'm looking at the Love Gun lunchbox here. I got Kiss M&Ms. I got the Kiss checker set. I got my friend found these ones. Kiss Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so all kinds of Kiss stuff. I'm just a. I guess I'm a Kiss junkie, just like all you guys. Well, you you're in your Kiss room, and we are in the Kiss room. I love it. That's <laughs> the Kiss room. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, tell you what, any shout outs you want to give Man, to your friends living down. around the planet? What's that? Any shout outs you want to give to all the Kiss Army living around the planet? Absolutely. That's all the Kiss fans out there. We're a big one, big family, man. You know, so we got to always stick together and help each other out and stuff. And I do want to give a special shout out to some of my boys that have always helped me through the years and stuff, like uh, Randy Vadney and Dave Bernardone and Ken Wolcott and Malcolm X and Kelly Jackson always does our posters and Maggie Hall books all our rooms for us and. You know, I can't wear all the hats, right, guys? So I need help <laughs> on a show like this. There's lots of, uh, you know, help to be to be had. Now, lately, uh, Manny Velades and Candy Velades, I know you guys know them. Absolutely. They, uh, they've been helping us uh, on our merch department. And, of course, Sue Velades, she's always there. We're out drinking pina coladas and beers and, uh, <laughs> and hanging out before the show. So, <laughs> but there's a lot of other people that I should thank. I just, I don't have, you know... 50 hours to thank everybody, but they know who they are and all the people that have always you know, helped destroy her along the way. A Mike Walker, um, you know, there's just so many names that goes on and on and on. But uh, most of all, I want to thank my band because they're really awesome. That's fantastic. And people can go to your website. What's the website again? It's uh, You can check us out at DestroyerCanada.com. That's our website. And then from there, you can check out our Facebook page, too. It's Destroyer Canada. Excellent. We'll put the Facebook link up in the Kiss Room Facebook group. And I'll tell you what, thanks a lot for calling in. We really appreciate it as we celebrate Gene Simmons' birthday. Absolutely. And we'll talk to you soon. We're going to give a shout-out to Gene and to everybody at the Kiss Room tomorrow in Niagara Falls when we're live on stage. Excellent. Thanks, Mo. All right, boys. Good luck. We'll talk to you later. Never stop rocking. All right, boys. Hello, I'm Gregory Peck. As we look back on important days in history, we have to look at the life of Joseph Kiss Sr., the founder of Kiss. His brave trip where he rocked across the Delaware happened on this day in history. He would later go on to address Congress. Here is part of his memorable speech. You know, as I was talking to some of our fair constituents in yonder hallway, I was reminded that many of them like to drink vodka and orange juice. My question that I put before Congress here today is how many of you believe in rock and roll? If so, my good man, I beseech thee that you stand up for what you truly believe in. 
After rousing applause, even Benjamin Franklin, who suffered from a severe case of the gout, rose to his feet. The seeds of greatness had been planted, which would lead to the slaves being freed, freedom of speech, rocking and rolling all of the night and partying every day. We hold these truths to be self-evident. I'm Gregory Peck on Important Days in History. There we go. We want to thank Ken Mills for that little message, too. That was fun. See, I keep turning everybody's mics off. But the, uh, you know, the, I turned them off. All, somebody was whistling. I was getting all the headphones, so that's good. But now the... Uh, what, what I'm going to do real quick, I'm going to go around and give everybody some shout-outs now. Uh, the uh, people that shared the link, Joe Sambelli shared the link, Chris Hartman from Almost Human, you're in here, you shared the link, Pasquale Vary from Kiss Army Nation, Mikhail Burel, Bob Brodsky, and Bob's probably at work listening on his headphones right now, Donna Crowley, Joe Laskin, Brandis Saunier, Chris Ann Colvin, Dottie Jones, Aline Pompey, Candy Burton, we got a Candy Burton shout out in there, um, Tony Mann, Brian Specht, Javier Boaster, Britton Mitchell is from the Kiss Cosplay Group, and he actually did the coolest uh, image from my Disney the Wizard picture from last month in the Kiss Room and put that, if you check that out on, the, on uh, his Facebook group. Jerry Geloff from Bad Cop, Bad Cop Podcast. Steve Javorski. Brendan Castle, who's been going around hanging up podcast, Kiss Room Podcast, Rock City Flyers. It's fantastic. Lisa Burgoon, Greg Johnson, who called in earlier, Christine Kiefer, Allison Ballack, Dave Johnson with the 60 Minutes Podcast, uh, Ricky Cook, Trevor McDougal, Ronald Like Jones, Ira Boston, Chris Simcoe, Mike Simcoe, Barb Hartman, your lovely Ooh. wife, Anthony Teeger, Paul Saint, Don King, Trevor McDougal, I think I said he gets two. Look at that. Just shout out Ron Fox, <laughs> Mike Rule from Iron Fist, Gary Shallow from the podcast, Ken Mills, of course, from the podcast, Joe Polo and Jody Havnot from Podcast Rock City, Tracy Ditsworth, Sean Cullen, John Phillips, Kat Mara, my buddy AJ Zonin, my brother Anthony Porter, and the lovely Amy Porter. All shared the link. So I appreciate and a that. shout out to Chris Ann Colvin's mom who uh, was having a little bit of trouble, but she's going to be good. And you people are all winner, winner, chicken dinners for sharing the link. Yeah. You know what? That's the other thing we're going to name. Are we going to have a re- uh, an actual winner, winner for our contest? So last month, I, I just had to say it anyway. Last month, we actually um, we gave a, we announced that we we're going to give away some Eric Carr prizes, courtesy of Eric Tato Rocks Car and EricCar.com. And wow, we got a ton of entries. And I'm always thrilled when I open up the mailbox and we get all these like, you know, amounts like every month we just get more and more people entering the contest. So what I did, I put all your names in a randomizer and that way it gives everybody a shot and we hit the winners. So it's like, you know, obviously something like pre song. Randomizer! <laughs> you know, you could, that, there's your song. Yeah, I want you to yeah. write that. The uh, you know, because I mean, really, obviously, we have. Uh, you know, you gave us a winner, winner chicken dinner, and we're gonna have two winner, winner wow. chicken dinners. So what I did, I put all the names in a list. That way, we're being green. We save a little bit of uh, paper by uh, you know not uh, printing them all out, and we had two winners. So we're gonna have two winner, winner chicken dinners, all and right. the Eric Carr sticker set. Who wants to eat alone anyway? Came up with Corey <laughs> Halls. And he's in British Columbia, Canada. And the winner of the Eric Carr commemorative trading set and Rockhead's postcard is Hubert Barrett in Ohio. You two are the winners. You are the winner, winner, chicken dinners. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinners. 
I'll take so, a breast. <laughs> so we're going to send those prizes out as two. soon as I can get yeah. to the uh, the post office. You take um, the left, I'll take the right. One thing I wanted to mention as we were uh, we were going through the show, I got the coolest message from Josie and Belly. He says to me, um, today he'll be... It will be the final time dropping his daughter off at college. And he says, you and the Kiss Room have been there every August for the freshman, sophomore, junior, and now senior year drop-off. And he says, I can't wait to listen as we unpack boxes. Funny how time flies. Now, when you think of that, we've been doing the Kiss Room so long, This his daughter's getting through college. So congratulations. That means we're getting old. We're getting old. I know. I hate to say it. But the uh, so thanks the to nurse who shares the link. Uh, a couple years ahead. You know, let's uh, let's hope we can still listen to the kiss room even in the nursing home. So yeah. it's uh, hey! you know, what are you gonna do, what? right? Hey. The uh, I want to take a second. I'm gonna cue up a track here. Now, of course, we talked a little bit in the uh, in the last segment. You know, uh, Chris just mentioned Chris Ann's mother had gotten out of the hospital. Um, you know, during the week, um, I had gotten a message from. Al Symbalik, and he had mentioned his mother had passed away. Joe Polo from Podcast Rock City, his mother had passed away. And I got a message from um, Patty Rush, and she said her son had passed away. And she, you know, it's it's just, you know, it's getting tough. And one thing that I always say is, you know, you really have to kind of stick together with all your Kiss Army friends. I mean, obviously, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're joking about we're going to be in the nursing home or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's tough. You know, you get to that point where... Uh, you know, you start going to more funerals than weddings, and it's uh, you know it's one of those things where uh, you know you got to remember that you got to all stick together and kiss army. You got to support each other. And, and Al asked if I'd play a song out for his mom. I'll play this out for anybody who needs it. I think this is a good one. It's Peter Chris. Even though we're celebrating Gene Simmons' birthday, let's take a music break here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
a little bit of Peter Chris sending that out to anybody that needs it. Obviously, uh, you know, if you're going through something tough, you got to find your Kiss Army friends. Um, Christine Wolf, she said she was a Kiss Room virgin listening for the first time. Obviously, we're trying to take good care of you. Hopefully, you're having as much fun in here as we are. Um, the uh, Also, there was a post, and I scrolled away from it. I can't find the post that said, what's that Helix song? And I found a clip of that. Why don't we go? I'm going to play you a clip of that called Rock. Gene Simmons says Rock is Dead. We'll go into the day in Kiss Dream. We're going to come right back with Carlos Espati. You'll know him from Kiss It and Kiss Nation here in the Kiss Room. On my, here's a little bit of Helix. Oh, wait. I hit the wrong track. Ready? Man, I had this all queued up. Let me... Uh, See, look, you know, you, that was going to be so smooth. And, uh, you know, of course I was wrong. I was doing so good today. This is it right here. This is the different track. We have ignition. On this day in history, brought to you by the podcast in the Kiss Room. Now print it with real Kiss blood. On this day in history, August 12th, 1976, Rolling Stone magazine prints an article about Kiss. On this day in history, August 12th, 1977, Kiss blast into the Coliseum in Seattle, Washington on the Love Gun Tour. Today in Kistry, August 12th, 1979. Kiss rocks the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee. This evening features New England as the warm-up group, and then Kiss performs a concert during their Dynasty Tour. Today in Kistry, August 12th, 1987. Fraley's Comet plays a concert during their debut album tour in Austin, Texas. Today in Kistry, August 12th. 1988, KISS plays the first show of two nights at the Ritz Club in New York. The concert is a warm-up for the European Crazy Nights Tour. Today in Kistry, August 12th, 1991, MTV airs the world premiere of the music video God Gave Rock and Roll to You 2. Today in Kistry, August 12th, 1993, the KISS tribute band Alive plays Ocean Beach, California. Today in Kistry, August 12th, 1994, Ace Fraley brings his kick-ass tour to the back room at Austin, Texas. Today in Kistry, August 12th, 1995, Ace Fraley performs live in concert at Six Shooters in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Today in Kistry, August 12th, 1997, the second batch of remastered KISS albums, Destroyer, Rock and Roll Over, Love Gun, and Alive 2, are released on the CD format. On this day in Kistry, August 12th, 2000, KISS bids farewell to San Bernardino, California at the concert at the Blockbuster Pavilion on the Farewell Tour. 
On this day in history, August 12th, 2008, Eric Singer's behind the drum kit on tour with Alice Cooper at the Event Center in Casper, Wyoming. Today in history, August 12th, 2010, KISS announces that they have been invited to participate in a Paul McCartney tribute album and choose to sing Venus and Mars slash rock show. Today in history, August 12th, 2011, Bruce Kulick and Grand Funk Railroad play the Umatilla County Fair in Hermiston, Oregon. Today in history, August 12th, 2012, KISS plays the Cricket Wireless Amphitheater in Chula Vista, California on the tour. Today in history, August 12th, 2013, KISS plays the Natellos Wireless Pavilion in Portsmouth, Virginia. Today in history, August 12th, 2014, KISS plays the Molson Canadian Amphitheater in Toronto, Ontario, Canada on their 2014 summer tour. KISS also premieres Fourth and Loud on the AMC Network. The show takes viewers behind the scenes of the LA KISS Arena football team with owners Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons of KISS. Today in history, October 12, 2016, it's happening now, live before your ears. You are in the KISS room. Elect Matt Porter for King of the Nighttime World from the Rock and Roll Party. Today is your day in history. Make it something special. And that was This Day in History, brought to you by the Podkist and the KISS room. We still play with our KISS color form sets. I said you'll have fun, and I won't disappoint you. You wanted the best, and you got it! The highest band in the land, KISS! That's right, Kiss Army. We're back. Thanks to Ken Mills. Now, the funny thing at the end of that, I think he said October 12th. So if you're listening on the download, maybe you're listening to the replay, maybe it's October. Hey, we're all thinking Halloween. That was fun. So we appreciate Ken for doing that. And on the phone now to continue our Gene Simmons birthday bash, we have Carlos Espada. A lot of you'll know Carlos from his work with Kiss It and Kiss Nation. We got a lot to talk about. How are you, Carlos? We have a lot to talk about in very little time. We got plenty of time. <laughs> it's just after four o'clock here in the Kiss Room, uh, broadcasting live from Montgomery County Community College here in Bluebell, PA. Wow, where to start? I mean, uh, you know, we we've had a great time talking to some other Gene impersonators, tribute artists today. How did you get started with that? Oh uh, well, for me, it was you know, I, it was trying to put original bands together that just wouldn't stick. So um, one Halloween, I dressed up as Simmons and friends of mine who were doing the, the who were trying to do the kiss thing at the time went ballistic and we did a show and anyway we got paid for this and said wait a minute this is great <laughs> <laughs> well more motivation you need women love the makeup they love the tongue you breathe fire you get some little blood and you get a little a little bit of paper at the end so he, it, was, it was a good it was a good he idea just described every 10 year old boy's fantasy that's you know they're really that's awesome <laughs> oh, whose headphones is that? So you hey, got to keep your headphones yeah. on. That's, you know, that wasn't censoring me, so it was, you know. The, uh, so now, what year was that? What year did you get started with it? I got it, and it started in 97, 98. 
uh, then I then I just went auditioning with a bunch of tribute bands, and I hated it. Uh, when, at the time, Kiss Online had the tribute band page, and I looked on the tribute band. I'm, I'm always trying to look for something that's going to separate me from the herd. Um, so I looked online, and out of 200 bands, everyone had the Love Gun outfits on, and it just it was different. Everyone was the same. So um, my first show with Kit um, was seeing Eric Carr at the Palladium. So Eric Carr always had a spot in my heart. I wanted to do Creatures. And, um, you know, I, I found my drum at the time, Gerard, and I told him the idea. He fell in love with it because he was a huge Eric Carr fan. And everyone laughed at us. No, this is not going to work. Nobody shit about it outside of the original core. And we decided to play songs from every era, from, you know, from the past to the present at the time. And it took off like wildfire. Everybody went ballistic because nobody really saw Eric Carr make up in the U.S. You know, he played very select shows. And then by the time they, you know, then by the time he was still in the band, he was on, you know, makeup came off fairly quickly. Yeah, and that was really unique because, I mean, I remember I've seen that, you know, you guys play a bunch of times, and I think people always were really excited to see an Eric Carr in the band. And obviously, I mean, you know, you guys had it. I know Eric Tata rocks Carr wears the Fox makeup when he plays, but it is kind of rare. You don't see it in that many of the bands. So that was, you know, a very kind of a cool idea to go with that. Yeah, it was It was something, like I said, when we, put the, when we first put the photo up on Kiss Online, everybody ripped us apart. This is not going to, every tribute band, this is not going to work. You guys are ridiculous. Nobody cares about our car. It's all about oh. Chris. And I said, well, yes and no, because, uh, you know, every member of Kiss has, everybody has a favorite member. You know, not everybody loves the core four. Some people love Eric Carr. Some people love Peter Chris. Some people, some people love Vinnie Vincent. Vinnie Vincent's got a huge cult following. Yeah. So, you know, I'm wondering you know, if, if, if we've seen a Kiss tribute band, has anybody had a Vinnie as a dedicated I, uh, character in the band? I, if anybody I, has that, somebody it. post me a picture. We, yeah, we tried it at one point. We just couldn't find somebody who could play like that. Right. That was, he's an, an, a monster, so it was just impossible to find somebody that... Um, normally, guys that can play like that rather play in original bands than tribute ones. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, and so really, you were in Kiss Nation at that point, and then I know we got in the room with us. We have Chris. You guys were together in Kiss It. Talk about that. That was a, you know, after a while I left the Kiss thing um, to pursue my own band. You know, um, I think at that point for me, I did everything I could do. We played for Kiss. I played with members of Kiss. Uh, we had a VH1 special uh, called Mock Rock. Um, we did so many big shows. And, and at the time, I, I was even working with Simmons a lot. So I kind of got drawn out. I said, you know, I, I don't think there's anything else we can really do. And um, it just wasn't fun, really a lot of fun anymore. So um, I had did a couple of shows with Chris and Bobby, his, um, which I always got along with those guys. We, the chemistry was great. We had fun. We, we had a good time. It was always an act. So Chris and I started kicking around the idea of doing it again. I I was like, I'm not going to do it unless it's going to be fun. you know. And, and uh, we did a bunch of shows together. We had a great time. Um, and right now I'm just sidelined with a, sh a shoulder surgery. So there's no shows until probably the Christmas season. Mm. But I mean, you're keeping super busy with artwork as well. And I think a lot of people out there, they would know, you know, aside from, they know you from your tribute work, they know your work on the kiss toy lines and you've done stuff with Gene when on his autobiography, talk about your artwork and how you got into that. Well, the, the funny thing is the way, uh, the tie in with, with Simmons and myself was 
actually through Tommy Thayer. Um, I remember he called me once. And I don't even know how he got my number. He goes, Gino, he's like, hey, uh, this is Tommy Thayer. And I'm like, yeah, ha, 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 very funny. You know, he's like, no, no, seriously, like, Gene wants to know if you appearance with him. So I was like, all right, whatever, I'll bite, you know. I, but I thought it was like a friend pulling my leg. And <laughs> just so happens that it was true. We did uh, CNBC together, um, you know, um, in meeting with, with Simmons and anybody in case I've always kept it very professional. I try, you know, as much as the, the four-year-old boy wants to geek out, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, let me keep it professional. And that, that's what kept our, our relationship going. And I ended up consulting with a company named Art Asylum, which was responsible for the two foot kiss doll. Right. Um, that was the first gig I got with them was the consulting on those toy lines. And then it moved on from there. I ended up working with them and I kept bugging them about, you know, Hey, let's do kiss toys. Let's do more kiss toys. Let's do it. So finally, I think they just wanted to shut me up. <laughs> and said, we'll do more kiss toys. And, uh, and they sold really well. It was really great. Um, to have my name on official product, to work with Gene, to have toys in my, in my apartment that I worked on and helped design on. But did even just consulting on directing. So and just doing my art, I was I always wanted to be a comic book artist. I think is, is an artist. Well, and then the uh, the mini mates too, right? You worked on those. Mini-mates. In fact, because I know because every time I post a picture of it, you say, "Hey, look, I worked on those." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you did the kiss, uh, kiss box, like the, uh, I mean, Jack in the Box those. Um, have a lot of really cool artwork of Kiss product that we never released um, that we always wanted to. But uh, from that, I always just did my own artwork, you know, I created my own comic books. And you know, like I said, with the Kiss thing, I kind of got exhausted. You know, we really need to come out with a good Kiss cell phone. Yeah, because it's cutting it's cutting in and out. I know. I always tell Ira that uh, you know we needed to get him a good cell phone too. I'm losing you in and out. If for anybody who's listening, this is absolutely live. Chris just held up his Ace Fraley uh, skin on his uh, on his cell phone case. I have a Kiss Kiss Room one, of course, that I bought, which uh, you know it's good fun stuff. But the uh, so you got to do some appearances with Gene too. I know I've seen pictures of you where he's uh, you know in his kind of business suit looking Gene of the you know that time and you're right there with him in the full costume yeah well that was the one thing he, he if he could get out of doing the makeup people like well i don't do the makeup you come and you do the pictures and you know we'll stand together and that way everybody kind of gets the best of both worlds um and he was still taller than me even with my platforms on wow but uh he was he was super he was a super sweetheart every time i worked with him i have nothing negative to say i know people have a lot of things to say about him but you know, he always treated me with respect. Uh, it's, it's funny, we never called each other Gene and Carlos. He would call me his father. I would call him Simmons. Um, <laughs> and so when he would leave, he goes, his father, Simmons, and uh, <laughs> we walk away. But, you know, when I helped promote the Tongue magazine, I, you know, I, I got to work with Silver Tongue Guitars on promoting Paul's stuff, which was great. You know, Paul was a real professional, real nice guy. So it was, it was if you would have told me at four years old, you know, using my mother's lipstick to put on kiss makeup, that I would have been standing next to the guy on my, you know, on my wall and forget about it. I could carry that stupid Mingo doll with me everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and now I get to, to, you know, look around my apartment, which is like the 40 year old virgin apartment <laughs> and see all this, these great, 
Kiss toys that I actually had my thumbprint on. Well, you know, and I think that's one of the fun things as we've talked to everybody throughout the uh, the broadcast today when we talked to Bob Bentley or we talked to Kevin at the start. And you talk about when you saw those things as a kid and the fact that it's been fun all this time. You know, it really is something that's exciting is the fact that then to get that chance for yourself to have that personal relationship and actually work with them. I think that's really cool. And, and, you know, like you said, for them to really be very professional and that you're right there with it. I think that's great. Yeah, it's, 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 it's mind-boggling the first few times it happens when Gene Simmons actually calls your house. You know, you're like, oh. <laughs> and he's, he doesn't waste any time. He's very curt. I need you tomorrow. This is what we got to do. We need you. Send the up. And that's it. I was like, okay, I, I, think, I think I got everything. I'm not sure. That's great. <laughs> but but um, it, was, it, it really was amazing, and, and, and it's something I wouldn't trade for the world. You know, it, it's, it was a good time. You know, I still I haven't talked, spoken to Simmons in a while, but I do talk to Thayer every once in a while. You know, Eric Singer was Eric Singer was great. He's he's a hilarious guy. We got to uh, do the the Puerto Rico Kiss Expo with him, and we jammed with him, which was funny. You know, he's a super nice guy. But everybody so far that I've met within that camp has been really good. Even uh, Fran, I, I I designed his uh, his T-shirt and his guitar picks. He's Paul's he's Paul's uh, guitar tech. Fantastic, so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to do stuff with him. Super nice guy, you know. Always, always, you know. Everybody's really professional and, and on point. So you can't complain, you know, when you when you deal with people like that. So now you're also you're doing a lot of artwork. I see a lot. You post it on your Instagram and on your Facebook, like kind of like inspirational kind of uh, messages and things like that. Talk about that project. Oh yes. Um, well, it's funny because I'm an avid blogger and uh, I'm really trying to uh, uplift people. You know, um, I, I've for years I've suffered with. Uh, depression and I suffered with a lot of, you know, childhood issues. I was homeless at 14 and, you know, coming up and, and, and everything I built, I really worked hard to build on my own. So I did it more. It's more of these quotes, like those quotes, which is available on Amazon.com, cheap plug. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's more stuff for me to kind of keep myself going and keep myself motivated. And uh, people really responded to it. I started getting emails. I even got an email from a young lady who was um, suicidal and we spoke, and I helped her out a lot. And uh, she kept, you know, her and a couple other people were like, you got to put out a book, and you got to do something. So I'm like, well, I didn't want to put out just a book of words. So I said, you know, let me throw some artwork behind it, throw some words up there. The book is designed so you can actually rip out a page and give it to somebody or hang it up or frame it. So it's kind of like almost like a little poster book in a way uh, with just stuff to keep everybody going. You know, sometimes you all need, a, you know, a good a good hand, a helping hand, maybe just somebody that, maybe even just the ear to listen to, you know, somebody that you know feels kind of the way you're feeling at that moment. You know, and that's great. It's funny because I see them all the time and I, I know that, so it's called Los Quotes and it is available on Amazon and I see that they're starting to find their way on the wall and people are putting up, putting them up on their wall and, you know, it's funny. I love it when I see, like, Brendan Castle's been taking our Kiss Room and podcast and uh, Podcast Rock City logo and hanging in uh, different record stores, things like that. When you see your artwork and it touches somebody enough that they'll actually kind of share it, I love that. Even the fact that, you know, when somebody just tags their friend in a post, if they see something that you did, like when I put the Kiss Room thing up and then I see people tag their friend because they know they like it, 
I love that. And I think when your art, you know, in, in any way, if well, if what I can do it can be considered art, but you know, it's, well, it's a form of art. But there's an art to, you know, packing stadiums. That's Paul Stanley, Land of Hype and Glory. But the, uh, you know, I think it's great. And I love what you're doing. I think the artwork, you have a great style and the fact that you're really able to get those kind of messages to people. It's fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, well, it's funny. Uh, even fairly recently, I did a piece for Paul and for Tommy Taylor, which they fell in love with. So that was kind of cool, too. You know, even uh, Tommy Lee, I did a, a piece for him, which he fell in love with. So it, it's it's cool. You know, it's, it's it's great to get recognized for something outside of the kiss being a, a good Gene Simmons, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, yeah. Ira just posted a really cool picture of you guys from one of the Kiss Expos. Let's see. It says... Uh, if you're looking in the Kiss, it's the 2004 Baltimore Kiss Expo. There's a really good picture of you in that too. The uh, oh yeah, yeah that's, I think good. that's when we they I think that's when we debuted the uh, unmasked costumes. You know, and it looks like uh, kind of a combination. The Peter Chris has the vest, more looking like a 1978, and uh, it's nice. So everybody can take a look at that. But uh, so yeah, you're sidelined right now. You got had some shoulder surgery, but uh, we can expect to see you back by you know end of the year, start of the year. What? Yeah, we're hoping to start doing shows again by November, December. Um, you know, I had a, I had a what they call a slap tear uh, injury, so I basically tore the muscles off my shoulder. <clears throat> so I got three anchors in there holding me together. Wow! <laughs> so now we got so, uh, uh, yeah. we got Chris yeah. in the room. You guys want to talk about bands you were in, things like that? Chris being quiet. Oh man, Chris is always Chris is always a good guy, man. You know, he he you know, he always gave his a game. So you know, nothing nothing but respect for that dude. And we talked to Greg, wow. obviously Greg Johnson earlier in the show. He did uh, some I'm work with you guys. So there you go. Chris is speechless. <laughs> but we're filled with love here in the kids' room. And obviously, look, I think that's the best part is the fact that, you know, you've been able to do this for a long time as a Kiss fan and then get involved in that way, you know, uh, with them. I think that's fantastic. So Yeah, I mean, that's, that to me is like, that. you know, it, it was a weird thing. Uh, I think since I was a kid, because my father was an entrepreneur, so my father, so as a kid, I always set goals, and meeting Kiss was always one of the goals, and designing toys was another. So then I was able to actually do both, which is amazing. You know, so fairy tales can come true. It can happen <laughs> to you. You know, and it's it's the Kiss culture. I think that's one of the things that we love is the fact that I think you know it's funny how we one of the things we've talked about throughout the episode is how people are kind of connected. It's that six degrees of Kiss, and the fact that you know. You know, Greg was your tech at a show, and then you guys played in a band, and everybody kind of knows each mm. other. It's really fantastic. Let's see, Bob's got something he wants to say. Go. Hey, hey Carlos, it's Bobby Jarrett. Hey, hey Matt, hey, can you up? turn me up? There we go. Right can, okay. Hey. Uh, hey so I got a text from a buddy of mine who was just on our show, Harem, right before here. Uh, Ed Niger out of Vancouver, Canada. Chunky Knobs. Hmm. So <laughs> yeah, Ed wants to know when uh, you guys are going to be uh, coming up and doing something around Vancouver uh, with uh, Benny Doro. Yeah, we uh, well Benny and I played. Yeah, Benny and I played in Kiss Nation for a little while. Benny was in Kiss Nation. Um, the dude, I mean, he's just uh, he's still a Paul Stanley guy, you know. Um, so we we've always we've always the three of us always joked around about doing a show together. I think it's time <laughs> to make that a reality. You know, you always you, you always kind of talk to people, and you know, it's it's that it's a musician thing. Yeah, we got to do a show together. Yeah, you know, somebody has to actually sit down and say, "All right, this is what we're doing. This is what you got to be." That's Let's called get your done. girlfriend or your mom. <laughs> 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 
you know. Well, I'm single now, but the, it's me. It's, I'm the <laughs> one that cracks the whip. Like, all right, let's do this and let's figure it out, and we'll we'll get it. We'll we'll cross that bridge eventually. But it'd be it'd be great to do a show with those two guys. Yeah, uh, great I love those guys. Eventually, yeah. But yeah, we had Chunky Knobs together. That was a that was a guitar knob company. We yep. did that for for a number of years. You know, so that was a lot of fun as well. Cool. Well, any last minute shout outs you want to give to your uh, Kiss Army friends around the planet? Man, to the Kiss Army, you guys are awesome. To everybody who's been supportive of my stuff outside of Kiss, I cannot thank you guys enough. Supporting the art, supporting the books, supporting my original band Revolt. You know, um, the guys in Kiss. You know, Kiss it. You know, Bobby, Brett, Jerry. You know, and uh, just all the Gene Simmons guys, man. I mean, uh, you know, that's everybody who does this Kiss thing. It's a lot of work, and people don't realize it, and we all do our best. That's great. Well, we really appreciate you calling in. We're going to go to another song, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Guido from Dress to Kill. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Yeah!
birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Gene Simmons, you powerful and attractive man. Happy birthday to me. It's good to be me. That's right, you're in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. Hey, Matt, I just want to apologize. Uh, that was so quiet in the last segment. I was like suddenly feeling a little ill, and uh, and I got these new headphones, and like anytime it detects bullshit, it starts to crack on me, so I couldn't really hear much. Uh, but I do want to say something, because um, I, I look, heard we're that- We're all uh, about peace and love here in the Kiss Carlos, Room. Carlos, peace, peace and, and love. I say this with peace and love. Peace and love, peace and love. Yeah, I do, I do want to say that, because uh, who was on the phone? Like Carlos, right? Um, I do want to say one thing. Um, there was a very cool moment that I got to share with Carlos, of all people. Um, we played an arena, believe it or not, in Maine, in Lewiston, Maine. It was actually where Muhammad Ali had the famous photo taken, uh, the puncher around the world. It was taken at this arena. Jimi Hendrix played there. Long story short... The only KISS show I've ever done where we actually came down on a lift, like KISS does in the beginning. We were coming down uh, doing Detroit Rock City and literally about to crap our pants. <laughs> so nice. we almost died and Carlos was next to me. That's what a great. way to go. Look, everybody's together on this. And joining us in the but KISS hey, room right now, day. we got Guido Basile from Dress to Kill. Guido, how are you? Hello, Matthew. How are you, sir? Fantastic. Guido, now. I know Guido. Now I think everybody knows Guido. You've been you've been doing this a long time. He's Justin a pilot. Has been around for a that's long time. Be, that's got to be Chris and yeah. uh, Bobby. You got yeah, Chris. You got Bobby. You got Chris Hartman. We got Kevin. We're having a good time now. Obviously, dressed to kill. You've been doing this a long time. Talk about how you got started. Well, we did it a long time ago. <laughs> um, how we got started? Well, that would be uh, that would be me. I, I did it as a. It was a nightclub in our area in South Jersey called the Silver Saddle Saloon. And uh, a friend of mine, we were going to go, we went there a lot. And Halloween was coming up. And uh, so let's go dressed. And I said, well, a couple of hobos, what are we going to do? <laughs> he said, let's go to Gene and Paul. And I said, yeah, let's, okay, let's do that. And uh, this has got to be like 85, I guess. When did Animal Eyes come out? 84. 84. 84. Yeah. It was 84. Okay, so it's 84 then. October, I guess Halloween of 84. Anyway, I said, if we do it, I got to do it right. Thank God I was an artist because I could make stuff, you know, and uh, made the costumes. Uh, we, we chose Alive at the time. Those, I call them the Alive outfits anyway. But uh, we went, and uh, God, I mean, it was, it was quite a task. You know, you can't buy this stuff anywhere. I had to make it. You know, half the stuff was from Home Depot, I guess, if there was a Home Depot back there. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I think the hardest thing was, uh, you know, the platforms. We, it was just a tough thing to do, but we did it. And we pulled it off, and it was great. And the seas parted. I mean, they treated us like gods, man. I said, I got to get more of this. But, you know, back then, I didn't know of tribute bands. I didn't really know of anybody. Well, uh, shortly, right. shortly when after. When you're thinking that about that early, I mean, that's really early. I think of going to, like, the Kiss Expos in, like, 88, 89, like, New York City. And those were some yeah. of the first bands. So, I mean, yeah, definitely at that point, I would think you got to be around some, one of the first bands doing it. 
Well, like I said, that was Halloween, though, you know, but I, it was in my mind. I wanted more of this, and I was cooking right after that to get a band going, and shortly after, I had my first lineup, and um, but it was short-lived. I think we got a couple practices in. Uh, my right-hand man, Paul, he uh, committed social suicide and got married. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> I ain't seen him since. I ain't seen him since. Play, play um, taps. And my ace uh, disappeared with a country western band, and he's successful doing it to this day uh, <laughs> after all these years. But uh, he made the right choice. But uh, and it was so hard finding guys. We did mostly appearances. It was hard finding guys just to, that looked like him, little and could play too. But uh, I would say I was at the first Kiss Expo in Jersey. It was ran by Richie Rano. Um, well, he was one of the guys anyway. I don't know if you guys ever went to. Did you go to that? Absolutely, show? I was there. Okay. I was there for. I think I didn't go to the very first one, but I didn't miss it from like the second one on. Wow. I didn't get there well, until '93. I, mean, I, I did a bunch of them after that, but it was mostly appearances. We didn't. I, I, I couldn't get a band together, and uh, had lookalikes, but I couldn't find guys that could play. Anyway, it wasn't until the early '90s, and, um, and I met Bobby Getchell and uh, Ron Torino. He used to play with. Uh, Kiss Army with Senate James, actually. Um, and that's when it took off, man. It was really, we, we got along great, and we stuck together, and we, and we did it for a bunch of years. And we're trying to get it back now. I mean, we're, we're, we're working at it. We're trying to get it, you know, done sooner, but uh, trying to do this a few years back, actually. But uh, life steps in. You know, you got obstacles and whatnot, responsibilities. But... We are working on something. We might have something coming up in the fall. That's I, fantastic. I, it's That's not going to be a show. It, it won't be um, a club date or, or anything like that. It'll be. We've done in the past uh, like dress rehearsals, full dress rehearsals, um, videotape them more or less to see wh what we look like and how we sound. Be pretty much the same, but we, we, it was a closed house. But this time we're going to do it with an audience. Nice. And, uh, we're going to have a, you know we're going to invite anybody that wants to come. And, uh, you know, family, friends, and you guys are more than welcome to come. That'll be great. you got to tell us when and it's going to happen. We'll, in, well you know, put it out on the Kiss Room. Definitely. I mean, it'll be coming up, I'm hoping, you know, October. Eh, it might be after that. And then uh, definitely before Christmas. That's but, fantastic. Uh, but that's it. That's going to dictate what we do. If it, if it looks good, we sound good, you know. We're take it further. Well, I know a lot of a lot of people know you as the Gene from Dress to Kill, but I think the one thing that probably most people don't know is that you did that artwork, and it's the illustration. And I posted the pictures in the in the Kiss Room Facebook where it has the group with the makeup and without the makeup because your name is not on that poster. I've had that poster for years, and I think everybody, you know, and right away I posted that picture, and everybody was saying, "I have that, I have that, I have that," and now uh, there you go. That's you're the guy. Yeah, well, silly me. I mean, I, I have a habit of not signing my art. Um, when I was in the business of being an illustrator, they didn't want you to sign the art. Um, and I was commissioned to do those pieces. Um, but the deal fell through. I won't mm. get into the details. And I got stuck with them. Um, wow. It was a labor of love. I, I enjoyed doing them. It was well worth it. I mean, you know, it was a lot of fun for me. Um, but... Uh, I didn't get paid for it. And, wow. And they got bootlegged. Um, <laughs> I took them to a, a photography studio for my portfolio, and uh, 
next thing you know, somebody at the studio was uh, selling them, prints, I guess. Well, you know, the one that I have is one of these numbered prints. Was that something that was officially... That's one of the bootlegs. The oh, wow. Yeah, that's... that came out, and that's when I first called window. And somebody told me, yo, it's hanging in a record shop. Right. So what are you doing? I said, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that's how I tracked it down, and... Uh, it was being. It was there. They were on T-shirts at one time, uh, baseball hats, coffee mugs. You can, I mean, they were out there, man. Um, and you know, and I'm going back into early '90s, I guess it was. Um, Absolutely. If you yeah, can look I've at had Peter that a long time. Hair, that was. I actually took photos of Peter off the Phil Donahue show because I had. I, I, there was no photos of him. I mean, this is. You know, it wasn't no internet or anything like that. But that that face is from. <laughs> with his hair. Yeah, right, exactly, with the imposter, you know. Yeah, yeah. How come you the... couldn't dress up as the Lone Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great but, stuff. But... And, and I also have the Gene Simmons print that you gave me when you were down here in November, which, you know, Gene with this kind of monstrous cave behind him and everything. It's fantastic. I mean, obviously, you're very talented. Well, I think you. I'm, I'm glad you liked it. I, I I only gave so it was a limited edition. I only did like five or six of those prints just to give them to people that supported us. And I, I do have a couple more I got to give out. Um, but uh, I, I don't sell anything. I, I just give it away. Maybe years ago, I, I sold T-shirts and whatnot. But um, actually, all I have all the originals still of those uh, side by side. Wow. And I have the original, the painting of Gene when you got the print off is uh, huge. It's a, a very big painting. Um, I would actually like to give them the Gene Simmons. I would think he'd like to have it. I don't know if he's, I, I, I would imagine he's seen the work, but whether he likes them or not, I, I, I do not know. Um, but I would like to give him my originals. Because oh, be I know awesome. they would, I know if anybody, he would appreciate them. Absolutely, and I think you know they can join that massive Kiss collection than he has. He has the biggest Kiss yeah. room on the planet. So, yeah, you know. so I mean, we're going to kind of wrap it up with uh, our salute to Gene Simmons for his birthday, which is coming up on August twenty fifth, and talk about your favorite moment of being the demon. My favorite moment? Oh my god! Oh, I didn't even think about that one. <laughs> um, that's the demon. I don't know. I would have to say we did a show. We went to a a concert. I guess it was. I don't ask me the name of it. It's where the Giants used to play up in North Jersey. <laughs> uh, and we walked in, you know, fully dressed, and uh, they weren't going to let us in because it was. I guess that was a hazard with all my spikes. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted me to take my cop piece, so I'm like, "Come on, we're going to have left." So, but they let us in. They were just joking with us. But, I mean, we got a standing O. I mean, it was unbelievable. All them people standing O was like, wow, this is unbelievable. That was a stellar moment. And, you know, I've got to meet the band many times. Um, but uh, the one time, I wasn't dressed, but I got backstage was with the reunion tour. Uh, we were asked uh, by the promoters of the, well, the promoter, I think it was Larry Maggot, his name is, uh, from Philadelphia. Not sure, but back in the day, they had to do a dress up with the costumes, the meet and greet with the band, all the promoters. I don't know how many cities they did it in, but it went into the book history. Wow. The history oh, books. That's great. But they had contacted us for our costumes, and we made them up. And we got backstage. We met the band. It was it was a, it was a blast. But 
I would say they're two of my, you know, memorable moments, I guess. That's fantastic. Well, you mean Dan was one of the first tribute bands I ever saw, and and it, you know, it was like it gave me the excitement to want to do it. You know, so it's Guido's fault that I became a star child. There it's you your go. Fault. Look at that. <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> See, it goes back to that connection. You know. Oh well, you know, you live practically in my backyard. I know, right? right? Surprisingly, never bumped into each other. You literally lived at one time right down the street from me. That's true. <laughs> well, he was looking in your window. That's how you got into it. It's like he was the only other guy with white face in the neighborhood. <laughs> you didn't telescopes. Well, there were times where I needed a Paul, and I didn't know you were there. So, but anyway, uh, um, I guess you, it was Valley Park, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. very close to you. <laughs> it's awesome. a small world after all. There you go. Any any last minute shout outs you want to give to the Kiss Army listening around the planet? I, you know, I just wanted to say, um, you know, to the man himself, happy birthday to Gene Simmons. Uh, agenda, you know, many many more for this man to come. Um, he's been a big influence in my life. Um, uh, you know, we, we all love him. Um, and I want to shout out to all my my Kiss brothers and uh, tribute bands. Uh, I know many of them. Um, don't get to see him too often, but um, hello to them. I, I, I met Carlos a couple, two, three times, and uh, I, I met Mo years ago. Um, and I know Chris. I met him. But uh, that's about it, guys. I, I, I just want to thank you guys for thinking of me um, on, on this occasion. I really do. Thanks for being part of our Gene Simmons birthday bash. We're going to look forward to hearing uh, when Dress to Kill is going to do something that we can all come and see. You should give us an oh yeah. Give us a oh yeah. Come on. Well, I will let you know, and you're all invited. So. Cool. All right, brothers. Thanks, Guido. We'll talk oh, to you yeah. later. Oh, yeah. Matt Porter believes that there's this party and there's that party, but there is only one rock and roll party. Elect Matt Porter, 2016. Let your voice be heard. Matt Porter promises a winner winner chicken dinner in every pot. Matt Porter will bring the Kiss Room platform to everyone. Matt Porter for the rock and roll party. There you go. That's Ken Mills giving us something fun to, to listen to. The uh, so I'll tell you that was a lot of fun. We're gonna we're gonna see what we got going on here. So what do you think? How about that? We had all kind of good people. I really want to thank Greg Johnson for calling in, Mo Rotonde for calling in, Carlos Espada for calling in, and we just talked to Guido Basile from Dress to Kill. It was fantastic. What do you think your first time in the Kiss Room, Kevin? It was amazing. We're doing this again tomorrow, right? <laughs> you know what? Here's the nice thing is that you know everybody says to me, oh, man, I wish you did it all the time. It's just once a month. Now, what I'm looking to do is try and secure every second Friday of the month. So put it on your calendar, 3 to 5 on uh, on a Friday. Second Friday of every month. I think the next time we're back is September 9th. Uh, it's, you know, we worked out the schedule that way, the way the semester rolls here at Montgomery County Community College, the second one. And I really want you to get familiar. If you're, now, if you listen this far into the podcast, into the broadcast, I really appreciate it. Every Friday, 3 to 5, there's something kind of cool happening here on Monco Radio. On Kiss Room Fridays, we have obviously one to three. We do Bobby's show, yeah, which Bobby. is harem right prior to the Kiss Room. And three to five, I'm live. And obviously, if you're listening on the download, you're thinking, hey, man, I just wait till it goes up on the iTunes. And it's uh, it's nice. 
So if you mark that down, obviously, come back and join us. We're always going to do things that are fun. I've been talking about rock, to rock and roll over about coming back. Um, they have a show coming up in October. We're working on maybe something cool for September that uh, there's a lot going on out in the world. I know by the time we talk to you again, we will have seen Kiss in September 1st in Allentown. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a blast. We'll have a lot to talk about with that. So, Chris, tell us about now, the last time we talked to you. You guys were getting ready for a gig, I think. So how'd that go? Yeah, we played... Um the same place we played Walsh's, and uh, it was partially great, partially not to be honest. I'm really just outside right now, the radio audience obviously can't hear, but it's pouring outside. That's what it was doing that yeah, night. Wow. They, had, they had a closed part of York Road, which is a main road getting to the club, so attendance wow. was a little bit down, unfortunately. It was basically a washout, but the crowd that showed up was great. A lot, of Kiss look, fans, a lot of Kiss Room fans showed Here's up the too. funny thing. What you would really, if you're taking the Kiss model, you never admit it. You say, man, the place was so packed they couldn't turn. Because <laughs> if you weren't there, you don't know. Unfortunately, there's video. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't, I, I can't Donald Trump it, so, you know. <laughs> Woo! Well, it was nice. I know I did talk to a lot of people that, that I know via the Kiss Room that all say they heard you on here and went. So, uh, you yeah. know, it was cool. Yeah, thank and, you for your support, uh, Matt. Oh, you're that. welcome. I'm glad, uh, you know, that people would listen to us and go in. So that's fantastic. The uh, So what's next? You got some gigs coming up? Let's see. We got a phone call ringing. Let's see. Who do we have on the line here in the Kiss Room? Hello, is this Matt Porter? <laughs> yes, it is. Is this I the would birthday like to boy? Thank you all for the wonderful birthday wishes. Uh, it's just been a wonderful program that you've got going. I love the orchestra that you have playing. You know, like my mother always says, I love your orchestra. Which one were you? But, uh, but, but seriously, folks, I really want to thank everybody for all the wonderful birthday wishes. And there's all these great people like. Brandy Salier, she she's the one that dresses as Wonder Woman. Yeah, Matt, that's that, true. That, yes, yes. Yeah, she always seems to get our attention. Ow! <laughs> and we'd like to say hello to all the ladies of the Kiss Room out there because I understand we uh, had a virgin on the show today, but not, you know, a virgin for short, but not for long, right? <laughs> or a long, you know? Hey, boom! Oh. Hey, hey! Ow! <laughs> so, Matt, uh, what's this you're running for president stuff? You know, i got to say, my good friend, Mr. Ken Mills, you might know him. He actually made those promos for He's me. We're gonna... powerful and attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have some fun with that next month. I think, obviously, as we creep toward November and uh, kind of the end of the earth and, uh, you know, uh, destruction in November... We're going to have some fun with that. Uh, uh, the, the greatest guy, Ken Mills, made these promos, Matt Porter for president. And, and I like them because they make me laugh like crazy. And, hey, look, uh, you can't really vote for me because I was from another planet. But, hey, it works out well. Well, it is an erection year from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. That's election year. And it's a so, big one. Uh, any, anyway, I just wanted to thank everybody there. Chris, Chris Giordano, everybody. Just thank you for all the birthday wishes. And it's just been fantastic. And There's I'm going the man to with the tongue. I'm going to eat my birthday cake and my cheesecake. So there you go. <laughs> Perfect. There's a buffet. No, I like... want to eat you. <laughs> yes. And what better to eat you with, my darling? <laughs> there you go. Um, so I'd like to say hello to Eileen and Christine and everybody out there. They're just focusing on the, 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 the kisters. 
of the kiss. Christine, sixteen. Christine just said the birthday boy is talking about me. Blush. So there you go. Thanks, Gene. That was good. <laughs> now, Gene, I think is um, it's good to be me. Is Ken Mills hanging out there, right there in the room with you, Gene? Uh, yes, I actually, he, w- he was mopping my floor, but I can get him. <laughs> Typ- typical Gene yapping his see mouth if, too much. See if you can get him on the line for us, Gene. All right, w- one, one second. Uh, you, yes, come here. Matt wants you. <laughs> hey, hey, man, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, how are you, buddy? Hey! Hey! hey. You know those... Uh, I made it big, I'm in the kiss room. You know, the, the, uh, the birthday things, we kicked off the show, the very geez, first part of, of the air, show man. with one of those, it was so funny. The, uh, you know, I was getting such a kick out of that, and it was really, uh, you know, I was thrilled to be able to play those throughout the show. Well, it's always great to be part of the kiss room, and, you know, we have the podcast, we've got the kiss room, I look at the podcast as the live version or, or, or the, the Kiss Room is the live version of the podcast and vice versa. So we are one. We give you the, you know, the Kiss Room with technical difficulties and all. And I hit the wrong button. I don't even edit that stuff out. And Chris even cursed. And you don't I'm have sorry. to yell at myself. I just realized it. Well, Matt, I meant to say uh, bull crap. just for a second, you know, Matt, I'd like to say it's better to have a technical difficulty than a testicle difficulty. <laughs> 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 Woo! Hey, man. Sometimes those cod pieces get. Just unwieldy. That's all I'm going to say. Everybody's so tight. It's only a four-letter word. Come on. Well, thanks a million, Ken. Anyone notice? By the way, has anyone noticed that the monster costume that I wear has a huge phallic symbol right in front, and nobody says anything about it? Uh, Take a look at the pictures. Seriously, <laughs> it's overcompensation. Scary. Anyway, so um, yeah, yeah, exactly overcompensation. Yes. But that's kiss larger, right, larger than life. life. Oh, that's than right, life. baby. Yeah, right. That's right. We well, saw the man, video. Since, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a real inside joke. There. Uh, anyway, uh, so on the next podcast, which will in be innuendo, yeah, in you and. Or in the front yeah, or door. out your window. Right. That's right. What we're doing on the next podcast is an episode called Kissed Opportunities. Nice. nice. And it's those things that Kiss should have done but didn't. For example, mm. why didn't Kiss do in 1978 when Fan of the Park came out? Remember that magazine that came out with sure, Fan of the Park? Sure, I still have it. Why didn't they put out a third set of baseball cards, you know, Kiss baseball cards? With like you would have had like Abner Devereaux in his lab, then you would have had like space monkeys, you know, and you would see them fighting Kiss, you know, Ace's stunt double. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, we'll look forward to that. That's going to be great. All right. Well, well, that's coming next week. But you know, look for the wonderful Kiss Room, the replay of this. And if you're listening to this on the replay, you're in a loop. So wait for that, you know, replay. And <laughs> then know, another replay. And just you can keep listening all the time. And you know what? Look, in some of the other podcasts, they beg, beg, beg. Hey, if you want to leave an iTunes review, say a five-star, a couple words about the Kiss Room and the podcast, that would be fantastic. Of course. <laughs> yes, yes. Give us an, IT, an, an iTunes review or perhaps some cupcakes. Yes, <laughs> So, you know, that's good. Good. He he he's smiling. He likes that. You would think he, this guy's had enough cake in his plenum. My goodness. I like anyway, it. Anyway, all right. Well, well I'm going to let you go, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing those inspirational words of Gene Simmons that are at the end of the show because, <laughs> you know, I, I was sharing that with someone the, the other day. I, I played that little clip for him, and I said, you know, 
when I was, a, you know, 15 years old when that aired on PM Magazine, that just really spoke to me. And it's still speaking to me all these years later. I'm 53 now. And, you know, those words still mean something, that you can be weird and you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. You know, yep. before Lady Gaga had her monsters and everybody was letting their freak flag fly, Gene was telling us, hey, you be you. Maybe someone will pay you to, to, to be you, you know. Yeah. So it's still very inspirational. You go for it. You and be I, weird. And I, and I would like to say something of a serious nature. Joe Polo, we love you. Yeah, and, hearts. You know, uh, I sent a song out earlier. I mean, obviously, uh, everybody's on our yeah. mind. And when you think about somebody who, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I was thrilled last summer. Joe actually came up, and I met him out of this whole podcast world. I actually was I getting know. to meet him. Amazing. You know, and and you keep connected via you know all the uh, social media. And you know, it's tough when you know your friends are going through tough times. And it's you know we're just all kind of you know we're connected via kiss. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I lost I lost my mother this last year, my grandmother the year before that, my mother-in-law uh, very recently, and Joe Polo was there. You were there. Chris Giordano was there. Everybody was there. Chris Ann was there. Everybody was there. And it's just so sweet. And, you know, we are all here for one another. And I think there's this Kiss song called We Are One. And, you know, that exactly. kind of sums it yep. up for me, you know, so... Anyway. Absolutely. Well, I've got to get back to Shining cool. Jeans' uh, shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Here's the sad thing, is that he actually charges me to sign the kiss <laughs> I'll cool. gladly do it. Well, Ken, it's time to get busy. Yes. Okay. But first, my $100. We'll see you guys. Thanks, pal. See you. Bye. All right, so that's, well, that was Ken Mills. Obviously, if anybody was confused, if they heard Gene wishing himself a happy birthday, that was Ken. And uh, we always have the most fun. You can find Ken, of course, over on the podcast. Um, so let's go right around. Kevin, how did you enjoy your first time in the Kiss Room? It was amazing. Thank you for the invite again. You're welcome. Come back anytime. Every, like I said, Kevin's every... holding back. Next time he's going to let you in on a lot of good stories. Oh, yeah. Every he knows second inside, Friday. So stuff Trust me. Him, I'm yeah. coming over there and knocking everybody's microphone off except mine. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, we're going to run out of time. We've got a phone call. Who's on the line? It's Tony Mann. Tony, how are you? What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. It's hotter than hell out there. How are you guys doing in the kiss room? You know what? It was just pouring rain. Now it's nice. It's like just in time for me to go home. I like yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Hey, it was good to hear Chris in there and everybody else, too, man. Hey. Good show. Fun stuff. Now, you were just out doing a bunch of uh, Lost Rocker appearances, right? Talk about that. Oh, right. Yeah, we were in Boston at the Barnes & Noble promoting uh, the Lost Rockers book, and we had uh, live performances. One of the performers was Hirsch Gardner from New England, and we talked yeah, to him about Hirsch. Paul Stanley and Kiss and everything. Yeah, and we had Charlie Farron from Joe, Joe Perry Project, wow. and uh, we had Gas Wild from Lightning Raiders. Yeah, it was a really good event, and we sold a bunch of books and signed some, and very cool. We're still working on getting the movie out there next year and as you know i have a super secret kiss related project in the works and hopefully yes. make an announcement i hope by the next kiss room well you know you figure we're back like i just said every second friday of the month and i think that will be september 9th if you know if you want to uh keep that date on your calendar and maybe make that the target for your big announcement that would be good that's all i but <laughs> this year i gotta get down to the kiss room this year and oh yeah and, and, in the flesh. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, I hope you guys are all uh, keeping cool and have a good summer. Yeah. And, Thanks, uh, Tony. Right Take on. Care, See you, pal. Woo. All right. Talk to you soon. Right, bye bye. Chris, what are you up to these days? I'm enjoying uh, the summer because you know, it is hotter than hell. And uh, but 
you know, hey, you never know what's coming around the corner. The fall is coming soon. Oh. The fall's coming. You never know. Who we got on the line? What's up? What's up? It's Candy. It's Candy. Candy how are you? Hey. From Toronto. Hey. Now look, right hey. off, right no off the start, boy. I got, I got to thank you for, I got to thank you for hooking up that call with your What's friend Mo. Uh, obviously, you're good friends with him in real life, and it's nice. And he called and had a good conversation with us earlier, so I appreciate you hooking that up and uh, telling him that the kiss room would be okay. Awesome. Like, you know what, Matt? You know I've always got your back, and I'm always willing to do what I can to uh, to help you out with the show. And it's, I'm glad you got Mo in there finally. And he's, let me let me tell you, aside from being the demon and destroyer, Mo is all around just a really, really, really down-to-earth guy, one of the easiest people to make friends with and to talk to. And, um, you know, he's been there for me. He's been there for my family all over the years. We go way back. I know him well. And, um you know, if you listen to the March edition of the Kiss Room, I kind of touch on a bit of the crap that I've been through. And Mo, Mo was with me through all of that. So, Mo, if you're still listening, uh, I just wanted to publicly thank you for that. I mean, you, you go, you know, I've always got your back as well. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. That's awesome. And, and, you know, I think it's funny. A couple themes I always like when we get, when we do the show and different themes emerge. And one of them, obviously, we're all tied together with KISS. The other one is that a lot of us, you know, we really have had a fun time doing KISS events. And you know what? It's nice when everybody has each other's back, you know, and everybody's kind of connected. And everybody kind of knows each other. And instead of just walking by, you say, hey, how you doing? You got your KISS shirt on and everybody's connected. It's nice. So. And that's what the KISS Army is all about. You Amen. Know? Amen. You know, we're running out of time, um, but I want you to give a shout-out to your column that you write. Yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, RockersUnited.net slash Wall of Sound. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash RockersUnited, and also Facebook.com slash Wall of Sound. Uh, we're on a bit of a hiatus right now. Um, there's a little bit going on with the website, so we're trying to get that fixed as soon as possible. But... Uh, the new article, which is about Peter Chris's solo album, which got the most votes, uh, that is all done. It's been submitted, so hopefully that will be posted soon. Um, but I wanted to do a quick shout-out, if I can. Um, I know you guys are very, very familiar with the Decibel Geek podcast. Absolutely. Um, Decibel Geek, they're, they're a great podcast, great column. But Chris Zinzak and Aaron Camaro do a phenomenal podcast. They just wrapped up Christmas do, in July. Absolutely. They're, they're a phenomenal podcast. And it's, let me also say, it's great that, that, you know, you and the Kiss Room and the podcast, they, we all support each other with, with all different shows that we have. And that's, that's absolutely fantastic. But what I wanted to say real quick is that Decibel Geek actually just covered a show here in Toronto. Um, Destroyer, speaking of, uh, they actually did a show at the Rock Pile this past Thursday. Well, the previous Thursday, I suppose. But an opening band that Destroyer had. They're called Love Razor. They're, they're a fairly new sort of 80s hair metal type band. And Decibel Geek was actually live at the Rock Pile. They are covering their show. And if you check them out at decibelgeek.com, I suppose, I can actually post the link to the article. They covered this band. And they're absolutely fantastic. Like I said, they're a new band, 80s hair metal style. Uh, they just put out a new EP earlier this year. So definitely check that out. Wow. Um, so check check out Love Razor as well. www.loveraiser.com. Cool. And support support the band as well. They're all, they're looking to re, um, to release a new album, but they need they need the funds. They need the support. So if you go to their website and purchase their EP, definitely that helps and it'll go a long way for them. So guys, if you're listening, 
I got your back. <laughs> there you go. And that's one of the themes. And we really appreciate you calling in, Candy. I'm running out of time. I'm going to wrap up the show. And see, if anybody's listening this long, and we had uh, a Kiss Room version, you know that the uh, the Kiss Room goes long. See, I've seen a weekend last. Absolutely. So, so have a great <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Thanks, Candy. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Right. Chris G, take care. Bobby, you too. Yeah. Bye, Candy. Show. Woo. Take care. Thanks, Candy. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. We're out of time. I want to thank Kevin for joining us. Yeah. Chris G for being hey, back. Hey. You See got, you soon. Now, look, I want to tell you the winners who were the lucky winners, and they got an official winner 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 chicken. winner chicken dinner. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> oh, hey. Bobby. Three weeks, baby. Three weeks. Three we're going to go see Kiss. Kiss is coming to Just town. see. No, I say meat. Now, look, here's the funny thing. Right as he said that, there was a rumble of thunder that was <laughs> yeah. like, and that's what I'm talking God about. Thunder. We're going to, you know. thunder. You got something about you. It is Gene's birthday. And that's a song Happy Paul birthday, Stanley Gene Thank Simmons. You. Chris, any last words? No, just a shout out to all the great Kiss Army fans, the supporter of Almost Human, and a podcast of Matt Porter. Thank you so much Ooh, for the love and support. You're welcome. Bobby, all right. Chris, my new friend. Yeah, it's been man. Great Absolutely. You guys. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Why do you have store black nail polish on, dude? Because I'm a lazy kiss performer. Because he likes it. <laughs> He's taking off the glass cake. <laughs> Look, I'm wrapping it up. I want to thank everybody who bothered to tune in. If you listened all the way through, we really appreciate it. I really appreciate everybody that posts stuff in the Kiss Room Facebook. Keeps it going. Like I said, I want to thank everybody who shares the link. Every time I put up the new link, if you just shared, it's a party. You can bring your friends. I'm going to end the show the way I always do by giving the last word to Ken Mills to shout out some of our favorite podcasts. Check them all out. Like I said, if you want to go and uh, you know support us, give us a review on iTunes, subscribe on Podomatic, whatever you want to do, that's fine. Uh, as long as you're listening, that's what I'm happy. You've listened all the way through to now. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. It is, uh, you know, you got to get through it. And it's, you know, your Kiss Army friends, you can all stick together. And if uh, you're listening to our podcast, listening to this radio show, if any of that helps you out, I really appreciate it. I'm glad it makes my day. Yeah. I'll see you at Kiss Army Pennsylvania on September 1st in downtown. We'll see you at the other Kiss events. And I'll see you back here next month in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. We're going to do the last word to Ken Mills. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. We're a scene, man. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Habnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week me and my crew will bring you the Kiss News of the Week. Look at us as kind of a Kiss version of Meet the Press. Your source for Kiss news every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, Kiss Army. Since 2007, you've been getting Podkissed, the Kiss audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your Podkissed. Every month, the Podkissed crew, along with the Kiss Room, brings you Kiss Talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great Kiss fun. 
Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. The Podkiss, the Kiss audio fanzine for your ears. History Science Theater, the most civilized. Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene with like, like a with like a washtub base. Boom, 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 boom. And serious. No way. Excuse me, Bob. You're gonna come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss podcast on the web. History science theory. We bust balls because we can. Hey everybody, I'm Aaron and I'm Chris and we're from the Decibel Geek podcast. And if you love this. <laughs> Then you'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll, and it's always free. Hey, I'm Dr. F***. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, Check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. How do I get a backstage pass? Yeah, you're listening to Harold. Grab your hairspray and your sister's makeup and try to fit in those spandex again. Join me, Bobby Dreher, along with Matt Porter, every second Friday of each month from 1 to 3, right before the Kiss Room, on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. One hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? I'll tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last-minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird. 